1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's
2: the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You Come to the right place, CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler.
0: CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. Over the next hour, we will talk about, I guess, the LeBron emoji tweet. He just tweeted um, in response to another tweet. He he uh, tweeted an emoji. This is so stupid. What a dumb! What a dumb year. What a dumb! Technology is dumb. He tweeted an emoji of a Statue of Liberty and then the crown. So we think he wants to play in New York. I, I do think that. I, I think that he wants to get traded. That's what I think. I, I think he knows he's not going to win there. He wants to get traded. He's got no trade clause. I think he wants to get traded. I don't think he will. I don't think the Lakers will do it. I don't think he will. But I think he kind of wants to. Or, you know, maybe he's bored and just wants to stir up some stuff and make it seem that way. Uh, Also, we're talking some football. We've been talking some coaches again tonight. uh, Looking at the Super Bowl here, which is, what, nine days away? So I do want to say one other thing just to wrap this up because throughout the night I have briefly touched on wrestling. Got a tweet from Ryan. He says, dude, I was really starting to like you until that fake and rigged wrestling talk let me just tell you I'll take 30 seconds on this I promise promise I'll be done uh I know wrestling is scripted I know the outcome is scripted and that's what a lot of people will tell you right away why well, do you like it it's fake I'll tell you I'll tell you what when you're a wrestling fan you like that's what you like you like the decisions you like trying to figure out what the decisions are and then you like reacting to the decisions you're not so much rooting for a guy to win or lose as much as you're rooting for them to make. The decision you want them to make, so that it, it's different. It's the same. We're still rooting for something, but we're not. We like know the outcome scripted, but we're rooting for the outcome to be scripted the way we want it to be. And I think that's different and interesting. So I, I'm going to defend it. I like it. I, they made a decision tonight that I don't like, and wrestling now is going to like wrestling fans are going to turn against wrestling, and that's fun too. Like we're going to hate watch the thing we love. It's really complex. It's the same way I feel about college football. I think you have to get to a certain point with college football because of how like messed up it is. And now the big 10 and sec are like, we got to We got to stop this. This is a problem. Like we got to find out who's responsible for this as they're wearing the hot dog costume from that meme from the, the show. I think you should leave. Like they're the ones responsible for this madness. Now they're the ones that want to try to fix it. Okay. But to like college football, you have to you have to like all of its flaws. College football is flawed. It's actually kind of stupid. It's like is this is this the pros or is this academia? What is this? How is it bigger than the pros in some spots? Like it's 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 really weird. But once you you have to think like I think there's a journey, there's a ladder. You have to first like football, then like college football then realize there's a lot of college football that's broken and bad. And then you have to accept that and then kind of like hate the stuff you hate, but like that, that stuff is there for you to hate. So it's weird. It's, it's weird. It's, it's weird. Anyway, eight, five, five, two, one, two, four, two, two, seven. Austin is in San Jose. What's up, Austin.
3: Hey, what's up, Bart? I appreciate you taking my call. Shep. Thanks for putting me through, man. So much stuff going on tonight. That's beautiful. First, Sean, in uh, the City by the Bay, that was a great call, young man. Please keep calling back. I love hearing the youth, and uh, that was just wonderful, and uh, I enjoyed all of it. Um, And then also, whoever said wrestling's fake, I'm, I'm not into it anymore. I was in my youth, but there's nothing fake about dying on the mat. What I'm getting at is in the 90s, wasn't it like Sean Hart who actually died? These guys are freak and uh, Owen, Owen
0: Hart, yeah, Owen Hart. Was, well, he oh, he yeah, fell. I, that was awful. And and they still continued yeah, it, the show.
3: I know, I know. I remember watching that. I I, 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 I thought it was Sean, but I, I mis- mistook that. Anyway, Um, so we'll, we'll get to uh, Brock Purdy here just briefly. Not a Niners fan, not a Niners hater. Um, I typically don't like to engage in hyperbole, and, and it frustrates me when hyperbole takes over sports. Now, Brock, of course, he's not the next coming of Joe Montana, although some people would suggest that he is. And he's not a bust uh, because we just haven't had enough time. What I would say is he's a good quarterback. What does good mean? He's above average. And in order to be great, time needs to happen. Consistency. Like, I remember when he lost those three games last year, like, everyone who hated him was saying, see, I told you he was terrible. No. A lot of quarterbacks lose three games in a row, but he lit it up the rest of the season. Uh, I'll leave it at that. I just don't like hyperbole. And then uh, the Bears draft pick, uh, I'm fascinated this year. I've heard, I think it was Mel Kuyper saying they should draft Caleb Williams and also keep Justin Fields and then spend uh, the rest of the draft on offensive linemen or whatever to fill in the gaps. But they could also trade the first pick and get a, a ransom and then by offensive linemen or draft offensive linemen and all of that. I I have no idea what they're going to do, and I don't think I've been this excited, not even a Bears fan, just so excited to see what's going to happen. Anyway, gentlemen, you guys are awesome. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited. Like, I'm really excited for it, too, because the possibilities, uh, Austin, thanks for the call, are, I mean, there's a lot of them. And whatever happens, there's going to be, you know, a bunch of think pieces out on why they made the right decision, a bunch on why they made the wrong one. That, that option where they draft Caleb Williams and keep Justin Fields. I have a hard time seeing that go through. Uh, I think that's the most unlikely of the options. I think it's, I think it's unlikely. I think they take, I think right now they take Caleb Williams. I think they take Caleb Williams. But then they'd have to find a suitor for Justin Fields, but I think they can find a suitor for Justin Fields. We keep saying Atlanta. I I think Justin Fields would that'd be great. But then they'd have to work out the package. Um that I guess I guess that just seems so obvious, maybe, but what you can get for number one. Because if the bear the Bears have number one, they should not have number one. That's what makes it so crazy, also is they traded out, okay, number one pick, and then the team they traded for it was bad enough with the quarterback that they could have taken that they finished last in the league to have the number one pick. That is nuts. It is nuts. It is crazy. Um, and then Houston, remember, remember the Bears had the number one pick because Houston won that game that they were supposed to lose, and then they ended up taking two, and then they get C.J. Stroud, and it all worked out for them too? It's very fascinating. It's very fascinating when there's so many decisions at play and, um, it's hard to know what is the right one. Very fascinating. JMO is in Milwaukee. JMO.
4: Talk more wrestling brother.
0: Hey there, brother.
4: Brother. Hey, look at you dominating both ends of the demographic. They're up past their bedtime on a Friday
0: yeah, we've had a 10-year-old call in this week, a 12-year-old, 13 and 14 I think.
4: Now, have you balanced that out of septuagenarians and octogenarians?
0: Uh, yeah, I think we've I think we've had some uh I'll call them uh experienced in the age department people call.
4: Oh, old people. Yeah.
0: Yeah, really every every demographic here. I think we're just really we're just crushing
4: in the 18 and under and the 70 and over. I think there you found your niche there.
0: Yeah, hey, I'm the real demo god. That's what I am.
4: Oh, you definitely are. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Well, what's up? You are Bart. Um, but let's. Uh, what do you want? What do you want to talk about?
0: All right, I'm gonna either put you on hold and hang up. I, 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 come on!
4: <laughs> All right, that's enough of my check-in for a Friday, I guess. Yeah, this I isn't nothing, this isn't like the old
0: this isn't like the old morning show where I was like, oh God, someone please call. I got nothing to say. We got we got people that want to talk. We got topics to hit. We pick up the pace here at the nighttime.
4: Yeah, you're big time now. Mm-hmm. You've gone from a you've gone from a small town operation to to walmart
0: mm-hmm, i have uh, i have in every i'm in every town yep we're in every, we're in every town <laughs> on this in this country keep,
4: keep steaming along uh and spreading joy to the people then
0: all right jamo well done yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right jamo i mean you got you got you got 10 year old kids calling with like detailed points of what they want to say making me feel something emotionally. And then you, you you got J-Mo comparing me to a Walmart. I don't know if he meant the, what way he meant it, and I took it as a good way. Walmarts are everywhere. We're everywhere. CBS Sports Radio. Tony in Texas, I know you can bring something better. Well, it's only up fr- from here after J-Mo. And,
5: you know, you got these kids calling it. I got to ask you, Bart, where are the moms? And do they need company, these moms?
0: <laughs> well, Tony, they're all over the country. So you might have to do a little more traveling than you're used to.
5: Okay. Well, I got, I got the AUT. We'll make some uh, pit stops there. Hey Bart, you know what? I, I really think this LeBron thing could actually happen, but your guy Shep there, I, he was doing this big rant and I, I kind of tuned in. I'm like, is he talking about Aaron Rodgers? And I'm like, oh. talking about LeBron. Really? I, I mean, he was Rodgers and LeBron. He was describing basically the same guy.
0: So, like they're a I, distraction and everything. Distraction, drama queen. Good mm-hmm. at their
5: job, but they ruin teams. Yeah. So, I, I don't I you know, I could see LeBron go into to New York, but you know, does it make the Knicks better? Um Yeah, I think they could beat the Bucks. I think I think they could beat Philly. I don't think they'd beat Boston still.
0: I like so I think the Knicks are – I do think they're the real deal. I think whatever whatever they got going on right now, Brunson's amazing. Yeah. The they Mav- got him they, – they're paying him 25 a year.
6: Yeah,
5: the Mavs – I think the Mavs made the wrong move on that one with Kyrie. They should have probably kept Brunson and kept him in-house. I don't know why they they made that move. Um, but, you know, Tibbs is the coach in, in New York. He's got a history of wearing these guys out, right? So – I don't know, man. I don't know in the playoffs if they could if they could make any noise.
0: Well, I believe tonight, um let's see. No, they're still they didn't play tonight. Um they're a half game out of second place. They're five back of the Celtics for first. They're they're what are they, fifteen and two since January one? Yeah, I mean, they are they red are, hot, man.
5: They are the anti Milwaukee right now. High IQ, playing like a team, playing hard. <laughs> You know, and you wouldn't think that. You'd think the Midwest blue-collar team would be the one doing that, but it's a team on Broadway. Go figure, Bart.
0: Hey, Shep, I'm going to steal the question you asked me uh, in the break. I'm going to ask Tony. Go for it. Um, Who wins a title first? Ready, Tony? Yeah. Jim Harbaugh or Doc Rivers?
5: Oh, I would probably go Jim Harbaugh. Oh,
0: man, you're not confident in Doc in Milwaukee, huh? No, I think Jim Harbaugh's great. You know, Doc Rivers, percentage-wise, uh, is the losingest coach in Bucks history. I and two.
7: <laughs> but, yeah. but, you know, Bart and Tony, you know what's interesting about the whole Tom Thibodeau thing is he did wear out his welcome to some degree, especially with management in Chicago, and then he did the same thing in Minnesota. But to me, this is eerily similar to what we saw in Tom Coughlin when he was this absolute authoritative figure, and it was my way or the highway but he was able to make that adjustment later in his career, and he had two Super Bowls to show for it, and he was able to accomplish that in New York. I'm seeing some similarities.
5: Yeah, but hey, Shep, so you look at your superstar players. Who did he have in in Chicago? Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler there at the end, and then he had Jimmy Butler in Minnesota, and and Butler pretty much railroaded him at both places.
7: Yeah, you're not kidding. So, I mean,
5: Butler killed him there, in both locations, he gets to New York. You know they got mediocre talent. They make the trade for Brunson. Um, you know I think these guys are just busting their ass for, for him because, I mean they're not they're not high end superstar players per se with these big egos like you were talking about with LeBron.
7: That's
0: why we don't want them. Wow, how about that? Got to be
5: coachable. Hey, as a coach, you know I'm a coach, Shep. You got to be coachable, man. You got to be able to. You
0: guys have that in common. Shep coaches
7: basketball too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Well, the thing, you know, Tony, the thing is, like, and Bart, you know this. Like, LeBron, first of all, it's not even that he's uncoachable because he is; he's uncoachable. But he, he, like, he, he, he gets coaches fired more than any player of his generation. And Giannis well, is making a run for that title. I now. was gonna yeah,
0: say-, I don't say, come on, guys. No,
5: no. Bart, you know I've been on top of this for a while, and I'm the biggest Giannis supporter out there. But this guy is doing some things that are just very diva-like, low-key diva-like, getting these coaches fired. I mean, the effort. Let's, Chef, uh, If the effort's not there with uh, Giannis, he is a very average ball player. Wow. And he's all about effort and energy.
7: Because the other stuff going on with him,
5: I don't know. Sometimes.
7: Well, they got a perfect uh, doctor to, uh, you know, revy the solution of
0: Yeah, the doctor's sure. in, Tony. Yeah.
7: Uh
5: huh. <laughs> I actually, I think that was a good hire for what the, what the position is there in right now. I, I'm okay with that. By the way, actually. by
7: the way, very quickly, Barton Tony, did you did you guys see this? Do you know who might be coaching the All Star Game?
0: Yeah, it could be Doc.
7: Is that crazy? He can go one and two, and coach the All Star Game. So why is that? Because Missoula coached it last year, which is one of the worst rules in sports, by the way. And obviously, if the yeah, you can't coach back to back seasons. But the well, re- I want
5: Nick Nurse to coach and see what
7: Giannis <laughs> does. If let me tell
5: you, <laughs> if, Doc class, if Doc has any
7: class, if Doc has any class, now, can't he, now it's he not he can't Nick Nurse in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. All right, fair enough. Now, the Players Union would have an issue with this, but if Doc has any class, and I think he does, um, he's going to he's gonna get himself ejected, and he's going to have Adrian Griffin on his staff, and he's going to say, Adrian, you coach the rest of the way.
0: Oh, my God, that's ridiculous. That, like, fan fiction, that is bad. That's, bad. that's bad. That's ridiculous.
7: It's ridiculous that Doc would have an opportunity to coach an all-star team, and the guy's coached three games, and he's lost more than he's won this year.
0: Yeah, he could be one in four <laughs> coaching an all-star game. <laughs> but it's Doc Rivers. All right, Tony. Have a good weekend, Bart. You too. 855-212-4227. More from you guys straight ahead. Bart Winkler Show, CBS
2: Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show. Listen Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio.
0: CBS Sports Radio. Not sure what you're up to this weekend, but we're happy. We are. We're happy that you're a part of the weekend. We appreciate you wherever you may be whether you call into the show and end up falling asleep, as some have done, whether you're a young man listening to the radio, getting a phone call in, maybe you want to do this someday. It's great. It's a great way to establish your chops. Great way to establish timing. great way to establish, you know, getting a point across. That's good. Maybe you're just driving around. Maybe you're up playing Madden, got the Odyssey app up listening to the sports talk of the day, maybe uh, maybe you're a dog. Maybe you're a dog and your owner's at work and he leaves this on for you. Uh, I used to do this bit where I would just start barking like crazy on the radio for the dogs that that, that was a thing for. <laughs> I worked at this radio station, small town radio station. And so, like, nobody ever called in. And then I was, I just started barking for like 30 seconds and, and the phone lines lit up cause everyone was so mad cause then their, their dogs were barking around the house. So I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it tonight. Oh, I'm so tempted, but I won't do it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good boy. I'm a good boy. Sean is in Atlanta. Hey, Sean.
8: Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, Real quick on LeBron, even though, yes, he is still one of the uh, best in the league, just going back to what you guys were talking about, I don't know if you've ever paid attention to when he plays defense. He plays like this semi-zone defense, and when he gets scored on, he kind of looks at his teammate like, why didn't you pick him up? Very, very annoying to watch. And I also just wanted to talk about my Falcons real quick. Um, What is your thoughts on – oh, God, I'm going to drop it. I got a call back. I'm in the drop you.
0: Sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, I Put you on hold if you want. Okay. All right. Uh, so we may or may not hear the answer and the follow-up to that question. Connor is in California. Connor. Hey, Mark. How are you? Ah, I'm good. What's up? You sound
6: very good. Um, <laughs> okay. No, I'm just kidding. You sound great. Anyways, but hey, look. The 49ers can do this. Their defense needs to step up. Amory Thomas needs to do his job and do it clean. He needs to. He's just been. He's just been committing way too many penalties, and he's cost us a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, good opportunities. But uh, other than that, run game. Our run game needs to be on point because I think that's our most uh, useful thing to use against the. You. Uh, there's a bug on my pillow. Sorry. Hang on.
0: Man, you guys are all over the place. Get off. I mean, right. uh, this, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I was debating
6: whether or not to just start snoring when you uh, picked me up on my call.
0: No, no, <laughs> I this like, the, the oh, bug well. thing. The bug thing's worse, Connor. <laughs> oh well, it's just a little uh, pincher bug or <laughs> and whatever. At gave us a play-by-play no, a big big deal. deal. Yeah, no, it's like what kind of bug? Is a big bug? Oh, just just uh, an earwig. An earwig. Oh God, you got you got bugs in your home? No, well. I mean, everybody's got bugs in their home. I once had a big,
6: big, fat spider just crawling next to me on the wall one time.
0: Not me. Hey. I, I vacuum up my crumbs. I take my garbage out on time. Oh, no, no, you no, know. no. They're not like ants or
6: stuff. They're just bugs that come in, you know, from like to get warm, to get away from the cold. All right. Because I mean, right, no, well, I'm in the are, northern part of California, so it's cold here.
0: You ever been to Washington, D.C.? There's, like, cockroaches everywhere on the ground. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there is. All right, what's up? <laughs>
6: Oh, everything, but look, 49ers, they got this. They just got to they just got to really step up um different parts of their uh their game, you know. Bill Belichick, I think he definitely needs to hang it up. He needs to retire. Um I don't know. I feel like he's uh, he's starting to get kind of old. Uh Shep's talked about this. He he agrees. I agree. You know, um yeah, I guess that's what I have to say, you know. Shout out to Shep. Best guy ever. You're lucky to have
0: him. Oh, I know. I know that very much. Connor, uh, thank you for the call. Yeah. All right, so we got a bug problem. We got a drive-through order that took precedent over the call. We had a guy snoring. We had uh, another young child call. What is John in Oregon going to give us, John? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Winkler. Hi, John. Hi. Listen, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All you guys ask me if I can hear you. I can hear yeah, you. I got my radio on, but but
9: because I can't shut it off on the car, so I just turned the, the oh. voice down, you know. I got very excited when you said you were 12 years old uh, for the first Super Bowl because I was 12 years old as well for the first Super Bowl. So, so we share... Uh,
0: Wait, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Do you mean like the actual first Super Bowl? Yes. No, I meant, I meant, I was twelve years old for the first time I saw the Packers win a Super Bowl.
9: Oh, which was nineteen ninety six. Super Bowl. Hey, listen. Do I? No,
0: I'm, I'm not, done? I'm not that. Are no. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no, I'm
9: talking. Well, I don't know if I can – I don't know if I could keep up with you. I mean, this is your field, you know, your field
0: of interest and
9: uh, – Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, my field but of I, interest I, I, are I, I, sports well, and hearing my own voice. So this is perfect for me.
9: No, oh, Okay. Great. In that case, we can continue. Uh, as far as uh, 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 the game is, is concerned, uh, I like the uh, – I like the 49ers, uh, and and they haven't been playing good ball, not as of late, not not uh, not Sterling type ball. But you know what? I think they're up for a good one, and I like them. They've got that Christian fellow, and they've got that Debo fellow, and their defensive end is uh, their their offensive end, uh, the the fellow from Iowa. Uh, they're terrific, you know, and. Uh, the quarterback the quarterback he's uh he's adequate. I, I wouldn't say he's great and I would I Oh would, no, uh, even
0: I got to stop you there cuz I've admitted that he's good. So adequate's not it, enough.
9: Well, good. Yes, but you're right, he needs experience. And maybe in the future he'll be he'll be up there, you know, but I don't think he's going to uh hit the upper echelons, not where uh the Kellys and the uh jeez uh, my mind is gone buddy but uh anyway i like i like the 49ers i do and uh all
0: right that-
9: that's what i got to say i'm sorry i couldn't entertain you you know but i thought i thought you were i thought you were you know um you thought i, thought I was I thought older I- yes i thought you were older i thought we could strike i don't
0: th- you. i thought i sound like i'm 18
9: no uh, I don't Maybe sound like I'm sixty-five. You're up there in the Midwest, you know, and and uh, your brain,
0: yeah. yeah, my brain. All right, well, John.
9: I got I got my own brain issues, you know. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Cholesterol. You got oh, brain geez. freeze. You got yeah. brain freeze up there in Minneapolis, Minnesota.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm in but, Milwaukee. But
9: all right, John. Thanks. Oh, Milwaukee. Thank you very much for 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 bearing bearing with uh, a a geezer, and have a nice evening. Bye.
0: You too, John. Uh. (laughs)
7: At
0: least he's self-deprecating. You know, next Friday night, it's your turn,
7: Shep. Oh, I, I, I realize that. This is what makes it fun for me. You have all kinds of personalities and all ages calling your show, Bart. Well, that's what makes it fun for me, and I and I will say, yes, there's there's a few interesting callers, but for the most part, they still always deliver the goods.
0: Yeah, for the most part. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Um. Scott is in San Francisco. Scott, you got you got many tough acts to follow.
10: Sheesh! I mean, yeah. I, I will say one thing about bugs. I used to live on the same street as Levi Stadium. It was a mile away, 20 minute walk. And I, I'm talking like the Jim Tom Sula days. And there were cockroaches all around the stadium as I would take a walk. And I thought this has to be a metaphor for something, but I digress. You
0: now, know what? I didn't, I didn't realize Levi Stadium doesn't have any uh, overhead because it's like too high with the airport there. There's like no shade, it's, it's there's the, no roof.
10: It's the worst place for a stadium it's in a big office park there's nothing to do around there i mean they built it there because there was land available but it's it's a terrible spot i did get to go to the national championship game because i just walked there and i sat Hmm. second to last row for 114 bucks when trevor lawrence and clemson beat the tide so that was fun
0: all right yeah not bad
10: okay now for running the football i want to get your take what kind of success can we actually expect by the Niners running the football against this Kansas City defense?
0: Well, both of these teams will allow you to run on them. That's why it was so crazy that the Ravens were just like, nah, we're good. We'll just pass it 60 times.
10: And as far as Purdy goes, what what kind of stat line are we going to need to see for, you know, this game to be a victory for the Niners?
0: Well, um, I think, like, an accurate 20 for 28 kind of night, maybe 260 and a couple scores. Because McCaffrey's going to score, right? He always scores. Oh, yeah. I I, I think
10: you really got to have some some good yak at at a Kittle and Debo, and hopefully Ayuk doesn't have to worry about, uh, you know, a deflection off the face mask, but I think <laughs> yeah. if yards after the catch is a is a big number for the Niners. I, I I like their chances now. Mahomes is Mahomes, but if they can get those yards after catch, I think the Niners might have a good shot. You have a good night. Thanks.
0: All right, you too, Scott. Um, wow, um, a, a a call with a beginning, middle, and an end. I'm I'm stunned. We've got one more segment here before Rich Herrera, so you can still get in on this program. Remember, no pressure, but when you call this show and we put you on the air, it reaches the entire country. So
2: give it your best. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show. Listen Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide. 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio.
0: CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4227. We put the phone number out there for your active engagement. And some of you have shined Tonight. That's all. I'm not going to finish that sentence. You know, it's funny. There was a guy on hold that wanted to talk about, this was maybe an hour or hour or so ago, he wanted to talk about how there was too much Taylor Swift talk on the radio, but he wanted to call and talk about that, which (laughs) would have meant more Taylor Swift talk on the radio, and then he he must have realized that paradox, so he just hung up and never got on, so... I was kind of interested to hear that because I wanted to I wanted to go back at him and say, you're helping cause it. There are 89 prop bets that you can bet on regarding things Taylor Swift related. So uh, just choose wisely. James is in Illinois. James, hello, James.
11: Hey, how you doing? What's up? I'm a little disappointed I wasn't the first one to uh, follow those like three calls or whatever it was in a row. Um but well i needed day.
0: I needed a little bit of a buffer to give you my best, so I think it's going to work out for everybody.
11: Yeah, in question, because uh, I've never been to d c so those roaches you were talking about are those actual roaches, or was that like uh you know you're just talking about? No, all? No, that wasn't a slang for thing.
0: anything that was there's actual bugs okay. that are all all over. Okay. we were in d c yeah, thought- once for the fourth of July, which is cool, and we sat on a rooftop. And you can see like all the different communities do their fireworks around there. It's really awesome. It was it was awesome. I mean, my shoes, I had to buy new shoes because of all the bugs I stepped on, but the <laughs> firework thing was cool.
11: No, that's cool. I just thought maybe you were talking about the politicians in the city. So, oh, um, no, 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 but no. I, uh, no, I, I did want to talk bears because, uh, I'm kind of indifferent on Justin Fields and I'm also indifferent on Williams because. You know, from what people are saying, it's going to go like Williams and then either May and Daniels or Daniels and May or whatever. So top three picks are supposed to be quarterbacks.
0: Yeah,
7: that seems
11: right. And it's similar to last year, but these guys seem like they're a better class or whatever. If I'm the Bears, you know, my thing is, do you try to trade back with multiple teams like Poles attempted to do last year because he had the one set up with Houston and then he was going to go from two to nine? Um, so do you go like one to two and see if you can get next year's one from Washington and say, Hey, you know, someone's trying to come up above you. You're at two right now. Come up, give us your first next year. You want Williams, that's your guy. Go ahead and take him. Uh, I feel like you could use that same leverage on new England to take their choice of the remaining two. And then once you're at three, if you move back to, let's say anywhere between 8 and 12, you're in pretty good shape. But the reason I would say move back multiple times is because for me, if you just go from like 1 to 12, let's say, you're looking at a first-rounder in 24, 25, 26. Well, a first-rounder next year is already discounted slightly because it's not this year's. So if you're pushing those other first-rounders to 25 and 26, yes, sir, nice to have, but at the same time, They're also decreasing in value currently the further you get out. So if you could trade with multiple teams and end up possibly getting extra firsts for next year, I think you'd be in much better shape. And I mean, if they're as good of a class of quarterbacks as people are saying they are, you know, you shouldn't have an issue getting that little bit of extra premium if guys really want to come up and get who they want. So I mean if you even if you just stop at three and you want to take Harrison, I'm cool with that, too. Uh, but, I mean, I, I think trading back and team building is definitely a way to go. I know a lot of people are worried about polls. Like, if he doesn't take a quarterback two years in a row, he's going to get fired and all this stuff. I think if he's building a solid team, you know, you even if you have to get a stopgap, uh, you know, for a couple of years or a year here or there or whatever, like a Derek Carr, like New Orleans did last year, Not that I think that would be good, but, um, you know, guys come out every year. I, I think you can find your quarterback. What I don't want to happen is, you know, they trade fields and they take Williams, and Williams is either only as good as fields or he's worse, and one of the other two is the one that popped. So I feel like you're getting more shots at it, and if you can pick up a first next year from multiple teams that are probably going to be bad again next year, Maybe you're sitting in the top three again next year. So
0: I'll maybe, him, but, but the, yeah, they, thanks, James. Uh, good stuff. But the thing with Caleb Williams is, I guess he's you know he's supposed to be so can't miss. I think if you're Ryan Poles, this he, this keeps you up at night, and you got to go through every scenario. Or maybe Ryan Poles knows exactly what he wants to do, and he has that conviction. So when I was talking about analytics earlier in this week, I had mentioned that what I would do in any position in a game where you're like fourth and short, should I punch? I kick a field goal. What should I do? I want to do what the other team doesn't want me to do. Cause on that fourth down, I think the Niners wanted to on both of them. I think they wanted the Lions to go for it. Yeah. Go for it. We'll stop you. We don't want you to score points and go down three scores. Go for it. We'll stop you. Let's go. And then you're still not scoring points on this play. Most likely. So we can maybe get a turnover. Like we want you to go for it. Go for it. So by that logic, I would have kicked the field goal, knowing that's what they didn't want us to do. Now, would I have made it? All that stuff. Sure. With decisions like this, you almost got to think, and this is, I mean, it's, I don't know, maybe it's a skewed way of looking at it. I would think, what am I going to regret the least? That's really what I would think. When I have the number one pick and I have Justin Fields, and if I build a good enough team around Justin Fields, like. I don't know that Justin Fields is good enough to turn a like go to the Carolina Panthers and turn that around. I said this with Brock Purdy. Justin Field, if Brock Purdy goes to the Panthers, he's not Brock Purdy. But when he's on this team that's good and can utilize his strengths and they can all work off each other, will now look at him. And maybe Justin Fields is that kind of guy too. He's not going to take a team and suddenly turn him into this thirteen win team, but he could be on a good team, and then you get the best out of him. He gets the best out of you guys. So maybe you don't need the quarterback, but I, I would have a hard time not taking Caleb Williams, especially, and this shouldn't, this shouldn't, it wasn't even your regime, but you took Mitch Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes. And I think you gotta be fearful of that happening again. Brandon is in Chicago. What's up, Brandon? Hi, hi. I, I can understand uh, uh, LeBron's
6: uh, motivation. I mean, if, I don't know if he would be the very first to win uh, four different time, time zones as, as a starter. But, but I mean, what does this do to his, his existing teammates? How, do, how does he perform uh, competitively knowing that his teammates know that he's openly shopping himself?
0: Well, and I'm not even sure that, like, he totally is. I think that we are, thanks for the call, he's kind of, we're reading into emojis. But again, it's LeBron James and everything. You know, everything's got to be a mystery. This whole player empowerment thing, it's great. Players are empowered. They can get from one city to another. They can put their career in their own hands. This whole emoji thing, get them out of there. If I, if I could take over sports... This is a fun radio question. What would you do if you could take over sports for a, a day? I would say players cannot use social media to just send out emojis. Cuz how many times does your favorite player do the do the two eyes like, "Ooh, look out." And then you're like, "Oh my god, this guy wants to be traded." And he's just like it's something totally not even relevant to anything. But you get all worked up. And they toy with you. They toy, you buy their jersey, You support these guys, and then they toy with you with emojis. Hashtag ban emojis. I can get Dwayne here in the Bay Area. What's up, Dwayne?
8: Hey, what's up, though, man? I want to clear some stuff up, man. It's really ironic that the game is in Vegas because Vegas got this all wrong. This is going to be a Kansas City blowout. Mahomes and company are going to hold the ball. They're going to keep the ball. Pacheco is gonna do do big things out of the Wildcat. They're really good at running the Wildcat. So they're gonna get first downs. Purdy is gonna throw multiple picks this game. And it's gonna get ugly. Now, as far as the draft, this NFL draft is the deepest I've seen in a long time. I think you got first round talent sleeping into the second round for sure. So every team is gonna get better. Now with the Bears, I think you give Fields one more shot and you get Harrison, and then you get either Bowers from Georgia or the other wide receiver from Washington. So now, if you can get Bowers and Harrison Jr., you know, Justin Fields has to be able to do something with that or else now you make the move. But I think you give him one more year and surround him with talent. So I just want, you, want to know what you think about that stuff. Thanks, thanks man. <laughs>
0: the, the Marvin Harrison part, I haven't brought this up, too. That's a great point, Dwayne. The Marvin Harrison part of this, you've got Justin Fields. All right? Let's say you keep him. You're going to trade that number one pick. You're going to trade it so that you can still get Marvin Harrison, maybe the best wide receiver prospect in forever. You're going to bolster your team. You're going to get picks for this year. You're going to get picks for next year. You could build one little machine there. Or you take the best quarterback prospect that we've had in a while. I mean, it really is a huge decision. It's like in in sports terms, like, no one man should have to make this decision. I, I, I don't, I'm not being, I'm not trying to be like, you know, performative or uh, I'm not trying to exaggerate here. I just, I think this is a massive decision and it is going to send a ripple effect. Nobody better spoil this decision either. You Shefters and you Rappaports, and you Pelliceros, you keep your phones down. We want to watch this TV program and we want to be we want to react in real time. We want to react in real time. We want them to come up to the podium and say the bears with number 1 have selected and then we all want to be on bated breath to see what happens. It is a massive decision. It will change the course of this franchise. It will change the course of many young men's lives. It will change the course of many other franchises if they trade it or don't trade it. It will still affect the team's drafting after. It is massive. It is huge. And I can, you know, understand when some Bears fans, you think that Caleb Williams is going to be your guy, and then there's reports maybe he doesn't want to play there. It's just, we got three more months of this. Well, maybe, yeah, and and a half. I'll, I'll say three. Sounds better at three. Guys, thanks for another fun night. Thanks to David Shepard. Thanks to Pete McCarthy. Thanks to everyone that has called in. Yes, everyone. CBS Sports Radio.